By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. It is the BS Show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. I'd, well, at least I think she's at. Where is she? I know she called me this morning. We'll have to find out what happened yesterday. We ended the show yesterday early because Shelly informed us that she, over the weekend, had fallen down, whacked her head, and was not feeling good. And that's not good. So hold on a minute. Let's turn the old rigging dingy machine on and see if we can find where she's at. Call her right now. It's 616. Thank you for coming along this morning. We do appreciate it. Uh, we're not the biggest radio station, but we're the friendliest. Yes. <laughs> we care about each and every listener, all two of you. <laughs> well, I have no idea where she's gone. She's not answering the phone. Hello. Hey, you know, hey. time. guess what time it is? Oh, it's time for me to get up. It's 617. Now, hold on. Oh, it is not. It's 617. I'm looking at my clock right now. Did you fall back asleep? Because you called me at 5. I know. I fell back asleep. Oh, God. It See, was all nice and toasty. And here, all our listeners were concerned about you, both of them. Both of them? All two of them? <laughs> yes. Ah. Yes. Okay. Give me, give me five. I'll be up. I won't give you five. Okay, give me two. I'll give you two steps. Give you two steps, gonna give me... Okay, yeah, five. Okay, that's fine. Okay, Here's bye. what I'll do. I'll play commercials. Uh, I'll talk a little bit. I'll play commercials, and then hopefully you'll be along, okay? Oh, like do your job kind of thing? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Brad. Bye. <laughs> she fell back asleep. Oh, man, I tell you. I don't think she still feels well, to be honest with you. We'll talk to her about the air. She had numerous doctor's appointments yesterday, and we will find out exactly what's going on with her later this morning. She'll tell us the whole story. Matter of fact, we'll do that in the 7 o'clock hour. Lots of stuff to talk about this morning. Sad thing, I just saw this on the national news this morning. Tom Sizemore, who was in Saving, Saving Private Ryan, also, um, what was it? He was in uh, Black Hawk Down. Uh, if you remember, was it last week, week before last, they found him passed out at his house. Turns out he has a brain aneurysm, had a brain aneurysm. Doctors have essentially told his family um, there's no further hope, have recommendations, end of life, and they need to have, uh, and they recommended end of life decision, which essentially means he's on life support and they're just going to take him off life support. Sad. He's not that old. I think he's like, what, 62, 63, something like that. The sad part of it is that if you know his life, he's had a very rough life if you read his whole biography over like the past 20 years especially crazy stuff just crazy stuff into a lot of drugs at one point in time he was on celebrity rehab with dr drew Uh, matter of fact dr drew i remember reading an article talking about how dr drew how he sought out dr drew not from the show but literally went to see him in his office and dr drew talked about he was like a raving maniac in his office i mean just man you know I know it's easy for me to say. I've never had a drug issue. I've never had an addiction issue, except for like Little Debbie's and hamburgers and French fries and things like that. But stuff that you, you know, that you, I don't, I guess you could physically get addicted to that. But you know what I'm talking about. You know, some of the drugs, they talk about you take meth once, you're addicted. You know, super, super addicted. It rewires your brain and makes you do crazy stuff. A lot of drugs do. And um, thank God I've never had that problem. You know, and for those of you who have or had or have someone in your family, 
I, I just a tough, tough, tough life. Um, Shelly always makes fun of me when I say this, but I got an early dose of it. I Right out of high school, I got a job. I was going to college, and I got a job as a police dispatcher. Yep, 18-year-old kid. Actually, I was 17 when I started, but because uh, I graduated, you know, I, I, I turned I turned turned 18 not too long after I got my job as a police dispatcher. I did that for three and a half years. You see the side of life that isn't what most people don't see, and that has it, it changed me. It changed my life. Literally, literally did because while my friends were going out and doing drugs and getting drunk all the time, I was Mr. Straight Arrow. <laughs> I mean, because of the fact that, you know, A, I didn't want to lose my job because I had a good job. I mean, it was, it was, I worked, uh, uh, you know, 30, 40 hours a week. I was technically not considered full time, but a lot of times I worked more than 40 hours a week. It was a good job and I worked the night shift. And since I was a college student, I was able to do a lot of my homework at night because it slowed down at night. Uh, you know, I mean, some nights it did, some nights it didn't, some nights all hell broke loose at night, but a lot of nights it got sort of quiet and we didn't get that many calls. And, uh, you know, we had a nice typewriter and my boss, the chief let us, uh, you know, type on his typewriter because we had to type reports as well too. And, uh, I turned in all my assignments typewritten, which back in the day that shows how old this was back in the day, my pre- professors appreciated that because they weren't handwritten and God, can you imagine that in my lifetime, we went from college students their assignments, handwriting them to now you just fire up your computer, get chat GBT to put on your, on your machine, you know, say chat GBT, write me a term paper about the influence of Soviet Union on Western Europe. And you get 400 pages and you turn it in and you're done while you're out at the bar getting drunk, right? That's the way things are. Okay. 622. We'll take a break. Hopefully Shella will be along in a couple of minutes. If not, I'm done. Hell no. You okay, Shelly? I'm okay. It's Shelly Barr, back by popular demand. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, okay, we're going to talk more about this next hour, but just briefly. Are you okay? Really okay? I am, I am okay. You feel okay? I feel okay. You had your day of doctors poking and oh prodding. Oh, my gosh. And, it was... And... and bend over and cough kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. Do women do that? Do women have bend over and cough? No. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference then. Okay. Even, yeah. Even <laughs> if they didn't, if they did, it probably would not be welcome. I would say so. So you're doing okay. I am. Okay. After uh, being poked and prodded and <laughs> yes. magnetized and demagnetized. Demagnetized and, and, and strategized <laughs> and all those kind of stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Did you hear me talking about uh, last break? You're probably getting ready about Tom Sizemore, the guy who was one of the stars of Saving Private Ryan. He was in Black Hawk Down, um, and uh, got a bunch of movies. Heat. Uh, he had an aneurysm what last week, and now the doctors told his family, end of life. He's not going to make it. Isn't that sad? Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. Crazy, crazy stuff. You know, I mean. Uh, God, there's all sorts of stuff in the in the news that just is depressing as hell to me. Over the weekend, there was a uh, not a, a medical helicopter, a medical plane doing a transport, and the plane crashed. And patient on board, one of the pa- patient's family members, a nurse, pilot, co-pilot, all killed. Uh, read the story yesterday. They think the plane came apart in the air. Because the, wow. the debris field is like uh, three quarters of a mile to a mile long, and there's pieces everywhere, and they, and they, you know, once again. What agency was that? 
it was in it was in California. It was in California, and it's or was it? No, it was, it was in, in in they they do California. It was it's like a life flight kind of company, but they do stuff in a bunch of states. And I think this one was based out of Reno, Nevada, and they were doing tra- a patient transfer. You know, they for the long hauls. A lot of times, if you were like in one particular hospital and there's a specialty hospital, there are, are like sometimes from other countries, there are the jets that, uh, you know, pick you up and fly you. And talking about expensive, man, that's expensive. But this was a single engine plane, um, I think a PC-12, if you know what that is, uh, and uh, not an American-made plane, but a very, very, very excellent plane, not a POS uh, good plane. But once again, they're flying through some nasty thunderstorms. I mean, you know, one of the things when I went through ground school to learn how to fly, one of the things they constantly warn you about was a disease that some pilots get, and a lot of times it's fatal. You know what the disease is? No. Get homeitis. That I gotta I get, can see that. I gotta. I gotta get. I gotta go. I gotta go. A lot gotta of people go. driving down Highway 40 feel that. Like- get that disease too well sometimes when it's snowing or something like that yes you get the get home itis it's like i got i gotta get home i gotta get home no you don't just stay where you're at wait till things calm down wait till the snow plows get you know he like bob angert he uh got caught in the snow when he went on facebook and was singing and tapping his toes in his car really wait when was this recently this is a couple years ago he got because he couldn't go anywhere he got stuck on a highway yeah, so he just gets stuck on the he's just uploading uh, Facebook videos. That's what he was doing. Yes, interesting. Okay, he was he was doing Facebook lives. Anyway, all sorts of stuff, you know. And there, I'm reading this article, and and you know, don't don't get, bust me for for talking about this, but I thought this was interesting. There's an article this morning that talks about. Remember, they had the 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 Navy flyover, uh, the the pilot flyover. Was it the 50th anniversary of? I don't know what it was. 50th anniversary or something. Um, and they had the flyover of all the jets at the Super Bowl. Turned out that originally the guys who were who were uh, you know the pilots who were chosen to do it, they got pulled because they wanted to have all female pl- pilots in the F-18s. I seem to think I heard that somewhere. Yeah, and they said the Navy staged the historic moment by booting several male aviators days before the big game. And it talks about uh, there's a couple different pilots. I mean, they're talking about this anonymously. Uh, and it talks about the one pilot says, he says, basically every Friday until January 27th, there was a team's meeting with the NFL and the Navy, the air crew member said. And the meetings included discussion on crews to discuss lodging, to discuss basically how we're going to execute the day. During this process, there was never any discussion about a plan to have female pilots participate, only talk of how the flyover would commemorate 50 years of women in naval aviation, Navy members said. Two days after the press release was sent out about the original lineup of aviators, the rug was pulled out from under the male pilots. The 26th was when the digital playing cards were released by the Navy via Facebook and Instagram. The air crew member said another team's meeting the following day on the 27th. And then the next day, Saturday morning, was when we all got phone calls telling us that we were no longer part of the flyover because the mission had changed and they were prioritizing all female air crew for the flyover. He added that the change of plans came as a surprise to everyone privy to the information, not just the original members of the flyover crew. He says it was kind of a surprise just due to the fact that it was so late and there had been so much press on it already. I think that is why it was so surprising. Uh, Super Bowl was held on February 12th or 
16 days after the original crew was benched in favor of all women pilots. The source, blah, 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 blah. This, wasn't a, this was one of the coolest things in any of our careers, he said. And when you get reached out to by friends and family who have seen the release and were so excited, that was a tough day for everyone who was previously involved. He added the change of plans was not, a, uh, not only difficult for the male pilots, but also for the three female pilots on the original crew. The fact that it was based on gender and not on merit was only was not only difficult for the males who were no longer part of it, but it was also difficult for females who were part of it based on merit originally. Change of plans was quietly made to the public and with news reports on a Good Morning America segment that celebrated the all-female crew just days ahead of the Super Bowl. The segment made no mention of the Navy's original plan of having a team of both male and female aviators. I don't know. I, I See, if I say... To me, I'm sorry that that happened to those gentlemen, but if it's they're celebrating an anniversary of female pilots. There should be female pilots in the cockpit. So you're saying if there was an anniversary of of the Ku Klux Klan that we should have all really Brad? Well, no. I mean, it's to the point you're, where you're I, you're combining I, the two. See, I understand what you're saying. I understand where you're going with that, and I'm not trying to be an MCP. You don't know what an MCP is, don't you? My mom yes, used to all do. the time. I had she, to think about it. She used to yes. call guys male chauvinist pigs all the time. He's an MCP. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like, for example, I heard a guy, if you talk about meritocracy, meritocracy is the best rise to the top. Not because they're women or men or black or white or whatever, or Christian or Jews or Arabs or whatever, the, 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 the best rise to the top. And it could be, and, you know, think about it. In certain fields, the best are one nationality. Like, for example, if you go if you go to talk to about, like here in St. Louis, we've got excellent Italian food. Most of the people making that food, guess what? They're Italian, right? Yes. Okay, because they're real good at that. There's certain, there's certain matter of fact, for a long time in the tower business, the, the tower business, like the radio towers, and also what they call high iron, like these guys that, build the skyscrapers a lot of those guys years ago were indians apache indians because for whatever reason they were real good at climbing on steel climbing up towers and things like that okay i mean you know and and look at this like even to the point where you have certain i mean for a long time look we've got a a soccer team here in the united states right we've got a new soccer team what is it called uh lewis saint fc or something like that i think is what it is anyway uh most of those guys are from other countries because they're good because they play soccer all the time. It was like it's going back to the controversy that if you if you go back to the controversy with with uh, the wizard, Ozzie Smith, and Tony La Russa, Ozzie Smith was upset because he was the only black guy on the Cardinal baseball team. And he said that Tony La Russa did not like, like black people. He liked Latino. He liked Hispanic ballplayers from Dominican Republic and things like that. And Tony used to always say, no, it's not that I like them because they're black. I like them because they're great ballplayers. Because once again, the climate where they're at, they play baseball 365. They play every day. You don't see anybody in St. Louis playing baseball. Well, yesterday was sort of nice. You could have played baseball yesterday outside. But typically, you don't see baseball being played around the, the season here in the, in the St. Louis area. And, and you know, once again, look at our sports. We're very seasonal. I mean, you don't see too many people out there in lakes in the summer playing ice, ice hockey because of the fact that, you know, there's no lakes with ice on in the St. Louis area. But yet you go way up north where the Canadians are, where ice hockey is huge, 
you know, a lot of times those lakes stay frozen well into, you know, the summer months. You know what I mean? If you go further north, way north, things stay frozen year-round. You know, I think I told you when I was doing some business with some guys in Minneapolis, they talked about there was a date typically in November. Uh, I can't think they called it snow cover time or something like that. Where from like whatever this date was in November to some date in March, there was always snow on the ground in Minneapolis. Every single day, you know, for like essentially three or four months, there's snow on the ground. We don't have that here. We have snow. Typically, a lot of times we have it snow on Monday. On Tuesday, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Occasionally, we have a snow that lasts for, you know, three, four, five days. But even still, anyway, I don't know. I See, the and another guy, once again, I'm listening to this guy talk meritocracy. And he says, if you talk about, if you talk about being racially integrated, then the NFL would have to get rid of a bunch of black players because the NFL is like 73% black. So you could say, well, you know, there's not enough white people in the NFL. You know, once again, it's the same six shits. It's the best of the best of the best. The best of the best of the best. So that's, so 74, whatever the percentage is, 73, 74% of them are black. So be it. You know what I mean? That's just the way things are. Okay. You don't agree with me. See, what I find fascinating. I'm just listening to no, you, Brad. Yeah, you're listening to me dig, dig a hole. That's what you're doing. What I find fascinating, you're listening to me dig myself into a hole because of the fact that, see, once again, the best of the best of the best play for the Cardinals, play for the Blues. Well, maybe not recently, but <laughs> it's a whole other story. Ouch. Words hurt, Brad. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're trading off their guys now because they're tired of them. They play for the new soccer team, the Alamonians or whatever they're called. I think that's what they're called, the Alamonians. They're sponsored by a divorce attorney. Did you know that? No. Yeah, the Alimonians. That's what they're called. The St. Louis Oh, Al- ha-ha. The St. Louis Alimonians. Um, <laughs> You're funny. No, it's the best of the best. I mean, Just like... It, like us. We're the best of the best. I don't know. You may be. I'm not. I, well, I, I don't, don't know where the best... Where that lies within the... They all work for Tracy. They're all on 93.3. No comment? <laughs> Never. Shelly, what is this? Tell me what this is. Oh, yeah. You know what that is? Are you opening up your beer? No, it's my Mountain Dew. God. I knew that. Okay, should I go on my diet tomorrow? I should resume the Little little McFreddy diet? Sure. Just remember. <sighs> the rule. What's the rule? If we go to Freddy's, you buy. Two months. I'll start tomorrow. I'll do two months. I'll weigh in tomorrow morning. I'll do two months, and I will eat nothing but Little Debbie's, McDonald's, and Freddy's. That's all I'm going to eat for two months. And believe me when I tell you, he means that. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> yes, fact, he's done it before. Matter of fact, can I, trust me when I tell you I, I can't eat another Freddy's hamburger. When my, Excuse me, steak burger. When I was doing my... Um, I think it was the the kids menu, kids menu challenge. My one son, who at the time I can't remember if he was still with Garmin. I think he was still at Garmin. He was either at Garmin. He was already moved over to Amazon. Uh, I've got a brainiac son. Um, and my one son was showing my website to some of his coworkers, and they're going like they were laughing at me because 
my typical video was I would show up like the place I would like do an establishment shot. I would you'd drive in the parking lot. I'd, I'd show, show my phone. Hey, I'm here at McDonald's, wherever I was at. And I would show where I, and I would walk into the place and then I would order my food. I wouldn't take video of that because I don't want to have the people, you know, I'd have Sue to get, you. No, I'd have to get their permission, but I don't. I, so then my next thing would be, I would be sitting at my table and I would be discussing what I'm eating. Well, today I've got the kids menu here at, at Burger King and I get a Burger King, you know, kids. A broiled Whopper. A, no, there are no Whoppers in the kids menu. Uh, you know, yes, there is. No, there's no Whoppers it's on the kids. It's a kid. Whopper Junior. It's not on the kids' menu. Trust me, it's not there. They don't have a I Whopper. I bet you I could get one. It's, but it's not on the kids' menu. They don't put it Whopper. But you know what? You know what? The worst ones what it got to the point where the worst kids' menus, it used to be the best, now they're the worst. McDonald's. There's kids, their kid menu sucks now. You know, it just is terrible because they got all those, 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 radicals that work for them and we can't have radicals. no they got all those crazy people that oh we, we can't we can't serve them a soda so they they offered you like things like like fruit chips or something like that and milk who wants that if you're going to fast food man it's hamburger french fries and a soda don't give me some fruit chips and and junk like that yuck they're just trying to be nutritious yeah well i'm trying to i'm trying to lose weight to this day Every once in a while, someone will come across one of my websites, and I'll get a call or a text or a phone a message like, okay, that was really fake, wasn't it? No, it was for real. You know, It was it, for real. It was for real. I lost weight. First time I did it, nothing, eating nothing but, but uh, kids' menus, and I would, every day I would hit a different you know, restaurant. That's how I got to the point where – but I have to tell you, you know what? Freddy's is getting smart. First off, they, they upped their price on the kids' menu. When I first started eating the kids' menu at Freddy's, it was like, I think it was like $4. I, I, I go there they with, probably did that because of you. I'd go there with a $5 bill and get changed back. Now it's to the point, and you used to get full order French fries. Now they give you kids' French fries, little tiny thing of French fries. I think they figured out their mistake. So I used to love Freddy's. No, they figured out that Brad comes in here every day. Culver's is great. The Culver's eat. kids menu because you get you get far. See, now it's to the point where the do. Culver's me- meal is almost eight bucks now. Yeah, right? but you also get ice cream. Yeah, but it used to be like five twenty or something like that. Talk about inflation. Well, you know? that's because you get ice cream. No, it, all, it always got ice cream. And you know what? One of my one of my secret loves of when I did this was Lee's Fried Chicken. They had a great kids menu. You know, there aren't too many Lee's around anymore. There's one there in Fifth uh-uh, Street in St. Charles. Not. There's one out there on Highway 100. Actually, Manchester out in, I guess, that's Ellisville or something like that. I don't know what's our, what city it's at. You know, you, you know, Highway Manchester is like driving along 170. You drive 10 feet. One minute you're in Winchester. The next minute you're in Manchester. The next minute you're in Ellisville. That's like driving up and down 170. You go north and 170. Or Hanley. You go north and 170. Yeah, or Hanley. You go north and 170 from Page, and it's Overland. Well, first off, if you're driving north and 170, let's do north 170, all the way on 170. Down on the south end, you're in Richmond Heights. Then you're in Clayton. Then you're in University City. Then you're in uh, Olivet. Then you're in Overland. Then you're in Charlac. Then um, St. John. Then Sycamore Hills. I think I get them all here. Uh, then Bell Ridge. Then Berkeley, and I'm missing one. I think there's a little chunk of it. This Wellston, and then there's it's this Hanley. Woodson Terrace. No, Woodson Terrace is further west. Woodson Terrace doesn't come over that far, but it's like oh, okay, you drive, me. and you know what? The entire stretch of of 170 is only like eight miles. Did you know that? I did. It's it's sort of short. It is. That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> 
She did. <laughs> okay. It's 644. You're so bad. It is BS.show. What a good song that is. Andy Grammer. We haven't played that one in a long time. Do you like that song? Uh, yes, I do. Of course you do, because I said you had to. I'm sorry? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, of course you do, because I told you you had to. Everybody knows that I tell you what to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's true. Mike Otten sent me a pretty interesting article. Uh, talked about, it's about Elon Musk and Twitter. And I didn't, I didn't even hear this. Uh, over the weekend, he fired another 200 people. And he did. Uh, well, Twitter. how many people does he have left? Well, get this. When he took over Twitter, he had, let me find the part of the story he talks about. When he took over Twitter, he had, I'm where was I said, I've read the article. He had 7,000 employees. Now he's down to 2,000. As of yesterday, 2,000 employees remaining at the company. 70 workforce, uh, he's reduced the workforce by 70%. He went from 7,000 employees to 2,000 employees. And the one that they're talking about, and you remember, I don't know if you remember this story. This was like a big deal. Uh, a lady by the name of Esther Crawford. Uh, she was one of the original Twitter employees. And apparently, because remember, Elon said you have to have a work ethic, you have to sleep at your desk, blah, 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 blah. And I do remember this. There was a picture of her in a sleeping bag in a conference room at the Twitter headquarters in San Francisco. She's on the floor. I don't know if you've seen this picture before. Here, I'll, I'll text you this picture. Okay. I saw this picture before because on one hand, some of the Twitter employees are making fun of her. And she says she's all in because of the fact that she believes in what Twitter's doing. She believes in Elon Musk. Okay, ready? Here, it's coming your way. Oh, where are you right now? Where are you? Shelly, bane <sighs> of my existence. Okay, here she is on the floor. She's sleeping. I just sent you the picture. She's got one of those masks on, you know, one of those sleeping masks that, you know, blacks out your eyes. And then she's uh -huh. in one of those um, reflective kind of sleeping bags. It's like sort of silver. And she's got a mat on the floor. Uh -huh. And she's got a, and she, you, do you see it? I do. And she's got a pillow on the floor. Well, they fired her. And people are now making fun of she's, her because you know pretty easy on the eyes, even in the sleeping bag. Well, she's she must have started there when she was twelve. Yeah, she doesn't look that old. She's attract uh -uh. yeah attractive lady. Um, and uh, people are making fun of her now because you you trusted Elon Musk. Well, the problem is they're losing money like crazy. And he talked about the fact that that if he hadn't cut the payroll, that they're having trouble uh, because of the fact that when he took over, because he's sort of like. You know, they talk about orange man bad. Now Elon Musk is facing a a pushback that all the people who were like the, the tree huggers who would all, I drive a Tesla, I'm not polluting the atmosphere, even though the electricity comes from coal-fired power, power plants, but that's a different story. You're a tree hugger. I, but see, once again. I, I have get... a picture of you being a tree hugger. <laughs> I hugged a tree. No, but I am Mr. I don't want to be boring about this. I'm Mr. Recycle. See, that's... Yes, you are. I'm, and once again, people go like, you're polluting the atmosphere. Okay, explain to me. Well, you're driving your car. Okay. I'm going to say like, okay, once again, my car, all of my cars are like junkers that I... I mean, the, the, the two cars I'm driving right now, one of them was towed out of a lady's driveway... 
that had sat there broke down and, and with flat tires for like two years, and she was about ready to have the police come tow it away because it was, you know, it had been ticketed as a nuisance or something like that. I can't remember what the deal on it was. And the other one was a car that had been through my family that essentially was abandoned as dead. And, I, you know, once again, I mean, they're running for the most parts on recycled parts. You know, the radio station here, I'm talking on a headset that that you got from Facebook Marketplace. Yes. I'm looking at my console that I bought from a guy here in the St. Louis area who sells used broadcast equipment. I bought five of these, you know, because, matter of fact, we have one running at KSOQ. We have one running here on Westplex 1071. I've got a third one that is ready to go in case one of these craps out. I've got a fourth one that I can probably fix, and i got a fifth one, which is damaged, which is the parts console board, whatever you want to call it, which has some physical damage to it, and it can't be used anymore, but it's got lots of good parts, okay? Uh, and once again, it's to the point where I recycle my, uh, uh, you know, the newspaper around here, uh, any the paper, I have a shredder, I shred it, and I use it for packing material when I sell stuff on eBay or if I ship equipment back to the factory, get a fix or stuff like that. I put my shredded, you know, paper from the office here in it. I take my aluminum cans down to my favorite place down there in Valley Park, which I wish they'd advertise with me. Uh, what's the name of that place? Scrap Mart. I go to Scrap Mart all the time. Um, you know, I mean, I'm like, you know, Mr. Recycle. And people, you're you're killing the environment. Okay, explain that to me. How am I killing the environment? Well, your radio stations can't, you know, see, here's the interesting thing. Do you know that, matter of fact, just the other day I had someone contact me and say, Hey, you had on your station about the story about remember the 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 reusable bags at the grocery store that uh-huh. you have to use that bag 7700 times to essentially equate to the carbon footprint of one plastic bag. Remember we talked about that? I do. And that wasn't that was an article I found on CNN of all places. Think about that for a minute. CNN's not the kind of place they're going to, you know, say, well, you know, hey, the environment's, you know, terrible and it's all your fault. I mean, they're going to nail you on that kind of stuff because they're like left-leaning, you know, left-wing kind of stuff. Anyway, um, there's so many things like that. Like for example, the Tesla thing. If you drive a Tesla in the St. Louis area, you are Zero emissions, that is BS because of the fact that you are charging it with coal electricity. Almost all the electricity in the St. Louis area is generated by coal. I mean, go through all the plants. Labity out there in Franklin County, coal. Portage de Sioux, St. Charles County, across the river from, from Illinois, coal. The one down was at Rush Island, coal. The only electricity, maybe we might get through the grid, we might get a little bit of nuclear from Callaway County. Uh, or we might get a little bit of hydroelectric from Bagnell Dam, but the majority of the power in the St. Louis area is coal-generated. So when you're charging your car, you know, if you have a... And once again, I'm not saying that's bad, but if you're charging your car, guess what? It's not zero emission. See, the true zero emission, if if I had money, here's what I have. If I was a rich man... See, and I would love to have a Tesla. I really would. Because if I had a Tesla... You know, they drive... People who drive Teslas are like joy people. They're like what? They're like evangelist kind of people? They're like, you know, no. oh my God. They're what? They drive like joy people. Oh, joy 99 people? Yes. They drive crazy? Do you know Do you know what? They drive faster than the average bear. Over, over the weekend, I don't know if you know this, Mid-America... Uh, you know, raceway, what they call it, the the place over there. 
no worldwide worldwide it's now worldwide technologies they they yes. have they have the circle track and then they have a drag strip over there you know what i'm talking about they have the drag strip over there mid america yeah okay the number 1 2 3 4 and 5 fastest cars all joining join 99 uh, bumper sticker cars with uh, their their they were modified minivans this past week that's weekend. not true past Stop weekend it. yeah five fastest cars over at WWT uh, Raceway in wherever that's at. It's not East St. Louis. Madison, I guess it is. Uh, five fastest cars were women in minivans with Joy 99 stickers on their bumper. And they were uh-huh. driving. They were what driving, kind of cars were they? They were all minivans, but they were highly modified. One lady had a 427, you know, bored and stroked. Another lady had a, 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 a crate motor in her minivan. You know what a crate motor is? No. Crate motor is you can buy these super high performance motors. At least you could. You could. I still you think you still can from like Ford and Chevrolet and Chrysler, which are like super high performance motors. Essentially, they're racing motors, and they come in a crate. That's why they call them a crate motor. Yeah, and oh, they're okay. they're expensive. They're like you know ten fifteen thousand dollars, and it's literally a race engine that you buy from the manufacturers. And it's based on one of their actual engines. Uh, like Ford has what they call the Coyote engine. You know what a Coyote engine is? No. Coyote engine is like a 5.0 uh, supercharged oh. engine. You know. Anyway. With your rag top down and your 5.0. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That was. That, <laughs> that, what's the line where he says it? You know that line. <laughs> Go ahead. What line? The The. Ice Ice Baby, where he's talking about his car. Go ahead. Give me that line. Go ahead. I mean, you know that song, Inside and Out. What's the line? I do, but I don't know what song you want me to play. No, I mean, that one. Ice Ice Baby, where he's talking about his car. I mean, you know, you just said it. Rolling Part- in my 5.0 with the rag top down so my hair don't blow. <laughs> yeah. His 5.0 was a Mustang. That's what it was. Coyote Mode. Okay, we have to we have to take a break. It is 6.59. Right. It is BS.show. Music from a sushi restaurant. You know, Shelly went to a restaurant recently. She talked about this. What was the name of that place? Sushi, sushi, sushi. Sushi Shen. I thought it was the Sushi Shack. I thought that's what that's what you told me. No, Sushi Shen. You told me it was the Sushi. I can't even say it. The Sushi Shack. No, I said it was the Sushi. No, you got me going. <laughs> sushi Shen. Peter Piper picked Peck Pickle Party Poopers. How many parties did Peter Piper poop with his Peck Pickle Party Poopers? How come you I can't? You didn't even say it right. I did. Peter Piper picked a Peck of Pickle Party Poopers. How many parties did Peter Piper pickle. poop with his Peck Pickle Peck Piper pick picked with... a Peck of Pickle Peppers. No, Peter Piper picked a Peck of Pickle Pucker to Poop Party. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, seven oh six. Okay, twenty four hours yesterday ago yesterday twenty four hours. We'll move the clock back one day to this exact same time. I went on the air with Shelly, and Shelly started to feel bad. And Shelly informed us of, over the weekend, she fell in her bathroom, whacked her head, and I didn't realize until yesterday afternoon, hurt her knee, and wasn't feeling well. Matter of fact, start, she started saying crazy things on the air, and I'm thinking to myself... I did not. You did say crazy stuff on the air. I always say crazy things on the air. You were saying, you were saying on the air, I've got it on tape. If you want me, I'll play it back. You said at one point in time, why don't we have a good radio station like Tracy Ellis and 93.3? And I did not say that. You said that. I've got no, it. I'm thinking to myself, money. oh, man, those fighting words. Those fighting no, words. No, 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 no. I will bet you 50 bucks I didn't say that. And then you said, 
I love Brian Nieves. Why can't you get him back on the radio station? I go, whoa, man, she's 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 she be tripping, you know? She's well, I would I would <laughs> say something against that, but he is, you know, easy on the eyes. And Except he wears those goofy, stupid glasses now. Men maybe he and women. Feels good about that. Why do women? I saw there's this ad that comes up on my on my Facebook thing all the time. Or not my Facebook, oh, on my, you on my YouTube. Action? No, match it's an ad? ad for Farmers Insurance. And it's got, uh-huh. what's his name, J.D. Keene, or whatever his name is, D.J. Keene, or D.J. Kane, or whatever his name is. The dude, the ball head guy, who's in all sorts of movies. Oh, oh that, that like narrows that down. No, have you ever seen the Farmers ads? He's in all the Farmers ads. They're sort of oh, funny. Oh, yeah, I know him. Okay. His name is? J.D. something or other. D.J. Yes, J- J.D. Salinger or something like that. No, I don't know. it wasn't. That's it's not two list. initials and a weird name at the end. Okay. Matter of fact, he was in the movie um, Up in the Air with uh, that was supposedly was supposedly was filmed here in St. Louis. I think there's like three scenes in, in here in St. Louis. Anyway, um, there's an he ad. He also played a major character on some show. Well, he's been, in a, he's been in a bunch of movies. He, was he in, has. He, was in, he really has. He was in the movie with, oh, by the way, we have to talk about that. And the Mark Mark Wahlberg. J.K. Simmons. That's him. J.K. Simmons. Okay. Who, yeah. Who texted you that? Did the smartest woman text you that? No, I just. You just came up with it. Am I, I just came up am with I supposed it. to believe that? I I, yeah, I have a new um like layer to my to my brain. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Stop it. Third break. Hold on, a minute. let me write this down. Third break. Five minutes in. Okay. Go ahead and make fun of Hold me, Brad. Fourth rake. Hold about yeah. this. Fourth rake. Five in. Okay. I have to re- fold it off. Okay. So Vacation where where are we going with this? Vacation. You're doing your KG voice. Okay. So 24 hours ago, you were talking about how you were not in good shape. And I don't think I said that at all. You Well, see, what's interesting is people have reached out to me. Saying, they always reach out to you. Nobody ever tells me well, what I do they, wrong. Because I give my phone number out on the air all the time. 314-280-8880. That is my phone number. That's You can text me. And people do. And what's interesting. Yeah, they do. I mean, you know, I mean, matter of fact, <laughs> I'll give you a text I got at 2 o'clock this morning. <laughs> it's like, out of nowhere, I get a text that says, uh, sorry, I think, or no, it says, what blank up? I slept through everyone trying to call me. Now, this is one I get from time to time. This is some guy in the 618 area code that apparently he has somebody here in St. Louis that has a number similar to mine. And out of the clear blue, he'll call me or he'll text me. And hey, I, girl. And this morning I sent back, sorry, I think you sent this to the wrong number. And he said, I did. My apologies. I get the two numbers mixed up. So he's got some number that's close to mine. It's just like okay. I used to have the guy, Brett Solomon, whose number was one different than mine. And all his girlfriends used to call me. Hey, Brett. Uh, Brent, I'm out here at the pool, and I'm not wearing anything. Come on over. They did not. I swear to God. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, just like I'm, me saying that I was really, really sick. Do you want me to tell I you? I would never say that on the air. I'll tell you the Brent Solomon story someday. I mean, he his phone number was, my phone number is 314-280-8880. His phone number was 314-280-8888. And he was, I, I don't know exactly what he did. 
I had lunch with him one day because I kept getting all his crazy calls. His uncle would call me all the time. His uncle would be, his uncle traveled, and apparently his uncle was up there in years and wasn't in the best of shape. His uncle would call me and say, Brent, I mean, he'd leave me these voice messages. Sometimes I'd answer the phone live and he'd, he'd say, Brent, Brent, are you there? I go, yeah, it's not Brent. Uh, Brent, I'm at the airport. I'm at O'Hare. I'm at gate 32. Can you come get me? I go, I don't know who you are, but I'm not Brent. I know that's you, Brent. So I used to get these voice messages from one of his, and the interesting thing was, at the time I found out later, he was married. But anyway, I used to get these voice messages from these women saying, hi, Brent, this is Susie. I'm at the pool and I'm not wearing anything. Come on over. So one day I called him and I said, hey, man, you know, you don't know who I am, but I get these calls from you all the time because my number is one number different than yours. And there was another lady who was calling him all the time from an attorney's office, and they were he would he was he would buy apparently he was buying foreclosed property, especially condos. He specialized in buying for, uh, foreclosed on condos, especially the condos. See, I don't think this is right. They were foreclosing on people's condos because they'd pay for their condo, but they didn't pay their their what do you call it? Your user fee or your maintenance, whatever. Association Condo fee. association. Yeah, they didn't pay their condo association fee. So people are getting foreclosed on. They own the condos, but they didn't pay their stupid condo association fee. So they were getting foreclosed on. So anyway, I had lunch with him one day. It was pretty interesting. Turned out we knew a lot of people in, in, in common. Matter of fact, he was, and this is sort of sad, he was best friends with one of my ex-boss's son who unfortunately was killed last year. At, uh, or last, sorry for that. Last year, the year before, Karen Carroll's son, who was my, my boss, her son was killed in a boating accident down at Lake of the Ozarks. I can't remember if it was last summer or the summer before. I remember that. Yeah, it was the boat exploded. Um, and I remember that. Yeah, that was, that was Karen Carroll's son. Very sad. Oh, I'm so sorry yeah. about that. Anyway, uh, okay. So you've taken me far astray from where my original intent was. You actually went there without <laughs> any help 24 from me. hours ago, you were on the air saying crazy things. And the listening public was texting me going like, Shelly is in deep trouble. Get her off the air. Get her to a hot doctor. I volunteered to take you to the hospital, but you told me you already had 14 appointments yesterday. So I you, did. So oh. let's run your day down. You get off the air at 730 with me and immediately you got dressed and you went to your doctor's appointment. Correct. How do I know that's yes. not right? No. What, when was your first yeah, appointment? How do you know no, that? When was your first appointment yesterday? Um. 1030, I think. Okay, and and what kind of doctor was that? It was Dr. Weikert. Oh, it was Dr. W. Okay, so you went and saw Dr. W. And and what did he tell you? He got me an appointment to get a... uh, I've got several things wrong with me, so I don't know which one this is. But he got me an appointment to get a a CT of my brain. They, They scanned your brain. Yeah, um, an MRI of my knee, and a um, the one that goes around your is an X-ray of my jawline. Oh, they, were they checking for Henway? Yes, Brad, they were checking for Henway. That's what I thought. Okay, so uh, so you hurt your jaw too? I did. <laughs> so are you? I can't. I can't open it to like eat. I can talk. I just can't open it. Well, hey, let's go to Fred. Let's to go eat. to Freddy's for lunch today, and you'll fit right in. You don't have to eat anything, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, so so what was the prognosis? What did they what did they come back and say? I'm fine. You're fine. I am. So there's nothing wrong with you. Nope. You didn't have a concussion? Nope. No brain damage? Well, that was there before. <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't count. <laughs> so so the knee was okay? Um, yes. The jaw was okay? Yes. So here we were all worried about you for nothing? I Oh my god. Didn't know people were worried about me. I you know, I take back all those feelings I had yesterday. Oh, Shelly's okay. I mean, as a matter of fact, there were people I was driving on the highway near our studios yesterday and there were people on the side that had signs that say, "I hope Shelly's okay." People holding up the <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> They were. Here's some full of crap. They were. <laughs> matter, matter of fact, matter of fact, President, former President Obama called me and says, "Brad, thoughts and prayers for Shelley." Okay, okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks, I'm sure Brock. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> he said, "Thoughts and prayers." You know, that's what you do. Um, <laughs> the smartest woman that said she was fine. Your texter was wacko. <laughs> See the smart, the smartest woman in the world wasn't worried about you yesterday. All everybody else was. She was saying like, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with Shelly. She's just normal. She's just being Shelly." Yes. Which is kind of what I thought, but well, Tiffany actually was. Oh, Tiffany on man. my backside to. Uh, I love talking to Tiffany. I call her and man, she answers the phone. She says my number come up on her on her, on her phone. Oh my god, it's Brad. I got to talk to Brad. Well, it's usually because she's sleeping, Brad. <laughs> She never talks to me anymore. <laughs> she doesn't call. She doesn't text. She doesn't <laughs> right. write. She doesn't do anything. I don't hear from her anymore. So, <laughs> no. So, okay. So, you're okay. So, there's nothing wrong with me. Am I in pain? Yes, I am. But there's nothing wrong with Are me. Are you still bruised? I mean, Are there's you... something wrong with me. It's just Are you bruised? not catastrophic. Are you still bruised up? Oh, yeah. The whole side of my face is bruised. Really? Uh-huh. Is it like purple and stuff like that? Um, no, it was more green. Oof. I haven't looked at it now. Oof. So you're one of the monsters now? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, something like <laughs> just just around um, my temple and my uh, left eye. So can you cover that up with makeup or, or you know? Oh yeah. So you you what you get the 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 you know the spray brush out the you know the the the, the spackle <laughs> right. yes I do <laughs> I will say the the perk yeah. is the left side of my face is a little bit puffier so therefore my wrinkles aren't as bad <laughs> and you will not use that because I will never say it again <laughs> I'm serious on that because it, it even oh. it hurts me to talk. <laughs> Fourth break, about 10 minutes in. I'm taking my notes. Hold on a minute. Fourth break, <laughs> about five minutes in. It is. Um, You know, nobody's face is the same on both sides. Oh, here comes another good one. Okay, go ahead and explain that to us. If you, if you put a, like, if you take a picture of your face right. and you cut it in half or yeah. fold a piece of paper in half right. and put it against... Um, the same half of your face, like you put the right side to the right side, right? You put the left side to the left side. <clears throat> there's two different faces. That's what she said. <laughs> it is. It's it's that's true. Do you try that at work, honey? 
Okay, boys and girls, this is your your um, go put, assignment for today. Go put your face on the scanner. Take two selfies. <laughs> no, don't take. Don't put your face on the copier and then fold the paper in half. That's <laughs> yeah. what you do. Put, put your, your face right on, on the, the copier. copier, then fold the paper in half. <laughs> oh, look at this! <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny! I still have, I still have a rock in my head. That doesn't surprise me. Where's your at? From a, Where is yours at? From a bicycle accident I had years ago. Where's the rock? Up in my right side of my head, right in my hairline. Matter of fact, when I when I had my my hairpiece fitted at at, at Hans. Hans Hans Wyman, I said, "Can you make that right side a little bit longer so it covers up that scar on the top of my head?" So is there a scar there or a rock in the scar? There's a rock in the scar. Still, still in there. He couldn't get it out. Seriously. All you have to do is go to a cosmetic place and they'll get it out. They'll dig it out. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to endure that pain. Oh, my here, pain here, grounds here, you. Can, can can I, yeah, it does. Pain does ground you. Can I tell you the bizarre story <laughs> with ridiculous. with my father? I'm, I don't feel grounded at all. Can I tell you the bizarre story with my father? Sure. My father was in World War II. Talked about this. My dad was in World War II for like three years, pretty much the entire war. And, yeah, so was my stepdad. And then 37 years in in the um, Army Reserve, okay? My dad tells the story about one night when they were, and you know, my dad was like right on the front lines. One night they were sleeping somewhere and he got to sleep in the back of one of the troop carriers, one of the trucks. And him and about five or six other guys were, you know, laying in the back of the troop, and they they came under attack in the middle of the night by the Germans, okay? And a bunch of bullets hit hit various places, and a bunch of bullets hit the truck he was in. So, you know, the next morning, um, they get out of the truck, and one of the sergeants says, hey, who was hit in this truck? Because there's blood all inside the truck. And none of the guys who, who were in the truck, apparently, that they knew of got hit. So my dad, for a long time, thought, and him and his one of his other buddies, they stayed in contact for a long time. They didn't know. They thought because every once in a while you hear these bizarre stories about people being shot, and they don't and not never knowing and it. not know they were shot. You know, they got a bullet. I mean, matter of fact, that's the, the adrenaline. Well, matter of fact, if you know the story of President Reagan when he was attacked not too long after he took office, and that what was it David Wayne Hinckley, whatever his name was, John Wayne Hinckley, President. Reagan was shot and they couldn't find the bullet hole because it the bullet had bounced off the pavement or something like that and entered his chest but it had gone in real clean and when the bullet went in it like covered up like the flap of skin that it pierced to go into his body it like sort of self-healing it's like like a self-healing kind of wound kind of thing like that and they didn't know he was hit until they brought him into the to the you know to the um emergency room and x-rayed him oh there's a bullet in him that kind of stuff so anyway my dad thought he was he might have been hit and it wasn't until i guess probably he was in his 60s no 60s or 70s when he had a in his 60s when he had a heart attack and they did a full body scan of him and he asked them specifically if they saw any bullets in him and they didn't now i had a similar situation we're not similar but sort of a crazy when i got hit by the tractor trailer uh-huh. They took me and they gave me the full body. Was that the MRI? What is that? The CAT scan or where you go through the tube? Is that the MRI? It's both. It's actually. both. Okay. So they, But if you had an MRI and you thought you had bullets in you, they wouldn't have given you an MRI. 
because the bullet would have flown around, bounced around inside of you? Um, no, it probably would have. Well, the bullet's non-metallic. Been pulled though. right out of your body. No, the bullet's not. It's not steel. The bullet's made out of copper and lead, which are not magnetic. They're non-ferrous metal, so it wouldn't have. They always ask if you have shrapnel. But shrapnel's different because shrapnel can be steel. Shrapnel can be like if you had a car explode near you, you know, and pieces of the car ended up in, embedded in your body. That could be that could that steel could be like you know parts of the frame and stuff like that. Anyway, so when I had my car accident and I got hit by the tractor trailer when they took me to the hospital, the doctor came in was looking at my head after we looked at the MRI, and I go, "Why are you looking at my head?" He says, "Well, some strange things came up on the MRI. You know what it was?" No. It was glass that was embedded in, like, my skull. That doesn't surprise me. Because when the windows blew out, when the windows blew out, all this glass, you know, and the tractor trailer T-boned me because I'm flying down the highway doing sideways after he hit me the first time, and then he hit me the second time, and he T-boned me as I'm going down the highway. I didn't do that. (laughs) Did you see somebody (laughs) get hit by a truck? (laughs) It was me. No. No, Bruce, I did (laughs) Now you're making fun of me. I love it when you make fun of me. Okay. Anyway, they thought because I had all this, I had all this glass all over me. It came up on the MRI, and it was in my hair and the whole bit. So we just wanted to look to make sure that I didn't have like any kind of like the chicken pox. No, he wasn't checking for chicken pox, <laughs> and it wasn't. You ever doc- had chicken pox? Oh yeah, I've had all those diseases. What are you talking about? I didn't have them until I was in my. 20s. When I was six, I had Hanway. <laughs> I can tell. It shows. You're not supposed to. That's not what you're, you're not supposed to say that. Oh, I'm supposed to say, Brad. What's a Hanway, by the way? About six pounds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't like that. Anyway, finish your story. Well, that was the weird thing. You know, I mean, people. You know, so my dad didn't have any bullets in him, which was good. God, you know what? You read these stories. I read this story again yesterday. I don't know why I keep reading this story. To me, it's fascinating. Of the Doolittle Raid on Japan. Fascinating story. You know this whole story? It's pretty intense. But do you know the story and, behind this? No, I don't. But can I say something? But go ahead. I just want to say I'm fine and thank you. But thank you to the person that would felt as concerned as you did. More than one. My boss. There were, I think, at least two. Oh, really? <laughs> Aw, are you laughing at me? <laughs> and and you know what? To give you an idea of how Shelly just doesn't care about our listeners, and I said to her, Shelly, do you have anything to say to our listeners who are concerned about about your, your health? And she looked at me and she said, You are so icky. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I regret ever saying those words. <laughs> Second of all... <laughs> I don't have a second of all. And then, and then another listener said, "I would never think that about our listeners." Shelly, what happened at the hospital? Listeners. And Shelly said, "One of them goosed me." <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> and and then Shelly, and then Shelly, some of one of our other listeners said, "Shelly, I heard you were dizzy. Why was that?" And she said, "They just want to get in the roundabout and get off." <laughs> what did you say? They just want to get in the roundabout and get off. And then another listener said, "That's is, a that's a life truth. I want to get in this roundabout I'm on. <laughs> get and off. And then get a, off of it. And then another listener said, "Shelly, is it true that 
when you fell down Saturday night or early Sunday morning and hurt your head, you felt like a fish? And Shelly said, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say or what you do. Flipper just makes the world right. <laughs> and I bet you anything that they're going to find something um, wrong with that movie or that show and take it off a of TV land. And then when a very handsome doctor came into Shelly's room yesterday when she was in the hospital, the doctor, or Shelly said to the doctor, I'm going to lock the doors where you can't get out. <laughs> that was true. And, and the, here I am <laughs> trying to recover from a massive, and actually it wasn't massive. It was, it really was massive to me, but I didn't hurt myself. And so, and that's all that matters. I'm just temporarily hurt. And then the doctor who has no bedside ma- manner came into the room and, and told Shelly she was okay. And he starts off by saying, congratulations, butthead. <laughs> My doctor would never say that to me. Like ever, and, a variation of that. And that same like doctor, ever. that Dame, same doctor, gave his opinion what he thought was wrong with Shelley, and he said, uh, "Must still be living in their parents' basement." <laughs> I never lived in my parents' basement. Matter of fact, I couldn't wait to leave. <laughs> well, it's That's just not- like. Just, That's not a lot. Just like, I read this story the other day to talk about young people are delaying getting their driver's license. I'm going like, I was there on my birthday, 16. Were you? I was like 17 and a half. Were you really? Yes, I walked oh everywhere. And everybody that I hung out with had their own car. So. <laughs> but you didn't want to drive yourself? I never knew what that was like, so I just... It wasn't important to me. Whenever I have a discussion with one of my teacher friends, who I don't have anymore because of the fact they all hate me now because I make fun of teachers. But well, when, you do but, do that. But when I used to have discussion with my teacher friends, they would always go, well, there's so many things you learn every day that you learn that you use every day. There's things that, that every day that you we taught you back in school that you learn every day. And I look at them and I go, you're exactly right. Two most influential classes, influential classes in my entire life in school were typing... Keyboard. Typing a driver's head because yep. I type all day long and I drive all day long. Yes, you're right. Well, that's not what we're talking about. There's English history. Who cares about English history? They're all a bunch of jerks anyway. They they have terrible food. You know, we we beat them in 1776. Enough said. You know, what about what about philosophy? Hey, you know what goes around comes around. Or okay, you know how's that for philosophy? You know what I'm saying? Teach typing. I do. Typer typing. See now they don't even call they don't even call that anymore. It's now keyboarding, keyboarding and driver's ed. They don't teach driver's ed anymore. That's why all these kids are terrible drivers. You want to know why all the kids are having accidents? They didn't have driver's ed. They didn't have the guy why in the simulator they, saying. Wh- wh- excuse me. Yes. They took away driver's ed. Yeah, hardly any schools have driver's ed anymore. Just like why? Well, 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 well. That's that's vocational. You know, they, why don't they have shop classes anymore? Why don't they have metalworking or woodworking? I still that's, have my. And See, but but now those are gone. They don't have those anymore because that's vocational. We don't want to teach kids how to use their hands. We want to teach kids how to use their brain. And that is the detriment to this generation. I agree. Talk to anybody. Talk to Caleb at Extreme Electrical. He can't find young electricians. Talk to. I told and you. Plus, he's got he's got a boring company. Right. He's you know that's because he's a boring guy. That's why he's no, got a boring. Caleb is anything but boring. That's why he's got a boring company. You're, get, you're confusing him with me. I'm the boring one. <laughs> Caleb Hunter is anything but boring. Yeah. Okay. 
We have to take a break. It's 731. That's a TikTok song. Did you know that, Shelley? I did not know that. That song got to be a huge hit because of TikTok. People love that song. They used it on, on TikTok, a bunch of different things. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Okay. Crazy stuff that I found out. Okay. Here's a story that you almost don't believe it's true, but it's true. Okay. You remember, was it a couple years back? When Lady Lady Gaga, let me try to talk. Lady Gaga's Gaga. Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen. She had her yes, dog I walker. That. A, a couple of people approached her dog walker, shot the poor guy in the chest, and stole Lady Gaga's dogs. Okay, and thank goodness that her dog walker lived. He was not killed, but nonetheless, you get shot in the chest. That's going to stay with you for your entire life, both mentally right. and physically. It's not going to be the kind of thing that you're going to be 100% because you're always going to have some issues. It collapsed as long, almost killed him. Okay? So when they stabilize her dog walker, she comes out and she offers a half million dollar, as she said, no questions asked reward for the return of her dogs. Not too long after that, lady called her up. Hey, I find your two dogs you know, tied off to a stop sign, something like that. I don't remember what the door exact details were, okay? So the police go, sure enough, here's the lady, got her two dogs. The lady now wants the half million dollars. There's only one problem. You know what the problem is? No. The lady was part of the group that stole the dogs originally. I see. So she helps steal the dogs. She helps... You know, ultimately, she wasn't essentially involved in the shooting, but she was an accessory to an attempted murder, a dog napping, whatever you want to call it. She was part of the gang. There were like five or six people involved in this. And she now freely admits, yeah, I, I was a part of that. But Lady Gaga said, no questions asked. No, no, uh, uh, no, no, you know, nobody, you know, whoever helps me get my dogs back, half million dollars. And she's hired an attorney and her attorney is suing Lady Gaga. I'm going okay. like, only in America. You know what I'm that is true. Only in America. The lady should be in the Gray Bar Hotel. She shouldn't be out hiring attorneys to sue Lady Gaga. I mean, can I hear an amen to that? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, mean, I do. I mean, it's at a point where it's like, okay, you put together this plot to, you know, kidnap her dogs. You have a bro or, you know, whoever your guy is, a boyfriend or, you know, whatever, an accomplice, whatever you want to call him, he shoots the poor guy, and now she wants her money back. Her name is, what her name is? Uh, we'll give her name on her. Uh, Jennifer McBride. According to the Los Angeles County Superior Court documents obtained by People magazine, Jennifer McBride, his, who is among the five people charged in connection to the violent robbery of Gaga's dogs, Koji and Gustav, is taking legal action against the 13-time Grammy Award winner for not paying the hefty reward money she claims she deserves for turning in the dogs. That would be like me going to rob a bank, <clears throat> and then when they arrest me, hey, hey, I turned myself in. Do I get the reward for for, <laughs> for <laughs> finding a bank robber? You right. Know? Or like if somebody has a car, it's like you know a special car. If that car ever got stolen, I'd pay fifty thousand dollars whoever who you know helped me get my car back. So I go steal the car and I go, hey, I got your car back. Do I get my fifty thousand dollars? Well, how'd you end up with the car? Well, I stole it. You know, but give me my fifty thousand dollars. I don't think it works that I way. I stole it back. <laughs> right. 
I stole it back for you. I put myself in peril. I mean, can you believe this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It was Nothing it, that people do surprise me anymore, it was like two years, at all. Right. Two years ago, it says the dogs were stolen in robbery in February 2021, in which her assistant was shot in the chest. Two days later, McBride claims she found the dogs tied to a pole and requested Lady Gaga's $500,000 reward offer. Los Angeles police discovered she was romantically involved with the father of one of the men involved in the robbery and arrested them both as an accessory to attempted murder. She pleaded no contest. God, she pleaded no contest to one con count of receiving stolen property and was sentenced to two years of probation in December of 2022, the L.A. Times reported. Okay, so she's on probation. She was involved in this. She was involved with ultimately possibly killing this dude who was Lady Gaga's dog walker. Dog walker. Thank heaven he, he survived. And she wants her $500,000. I'm going like... You know, if she were if a man, she, she did that in St. Louis. She she'd get it. Yeah, Kim Gardner would say, "Yeah, we agree." You, you know, Lady Gaga give the, give that lady just her five hundred. Right here, man. We'll right. just make sure that they send right. that money right give, on over. Give that lady her five hundred thousand dollars. You know, <laughs> but okay, if she were a man, she'd need a wheelbarrow. What? <laughs> if this Jennifer McBride was a man. She'd need a wheelbarrow. Why? Guys know what I'm saying. Women may not, but guys know what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, wait. Is this just a dude thing? It's a dude thing, right? It's a dude thing. So you're not going to let the rest of us women in on it? You're going to just sit there and talk dude all all the rest of the show? Yeah. Let's go out and smoke some cigars and eat some pizza and watch NFL, okay? It's a dude thing. Yes, it's a dude thing. Huh. I don't think that's fair. We're going to go scratch and spit. You know, you can't come along. Yeah. I know. <laughs> hey, man, I can scratch and spit with the best of them. I believe you me. Yeah, but you don't You don't know how to scratch right. We have a certain scratch. There's a certain way we scratch. You know? I worked with men for my whole entire adult career. So they teach I how know to, how you all scratch they, 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 they teach how to scratch and spit. <laughs> or has there been like a new procedure like oh. uh, <laughs> math? Dude 101, you have to take that. Dude 101 just gets you on the basics of scratching and spitting. You have to go into like dude 203. To <laughs> you have get... to buy the super package that takes you up right. one level. You have to, you have to <laughs> order that online. It's very advanced. You know, Now they do it in a video. You can do it. You can... They do have a video right. and you only have to sign up for it for $19.99 a month. <laughs> right. And they, they do say... a new video every <laughs> right. month. Right. And you just sign up for nineteen ninety nine a month. And you learn how to scratch and spit. No. Can and you... you can always go back to the videos. Shall we say the gal is you should do that. Brazen to say the least. She she admits she pleaded no contest, which means essentially she's not saying she wasn't innocent, she wasn't guilty. She just is saying no contest. Essentially that's like saying, Yeah, I did it, but I'm not gonna say I did it, you know. And, and what plausible deniability? I don't. It's just crazy stuff. How in the world? <laughs> I mean, first off, if it, we it would be one thing if they just stole the dogs. Okay, that's okay. That's like that's like not good. Okay, I, you know what? You know what? Here's the here's what's sad. There are people right now listening that go like, well, if you rank it in order of of how bad it was. Number one, she got her dog stolen. Number two, the guy got shot. So in other words, people would put the dogs in front of the guy getting shot. Okay, once again, the guy almost was killed. He got shot in the chest. It collapsed his lung. You know that enough to me? Oh, don't um make that a smaller issue than it is. 
Well, no, I say it's I say it's the huge issue. See, some it people, is a huge but issue. But some people go, well, it's it's we don't care about if he if he was okay. But did she get her dogs back? You know what I mean? Like the dogs. That are, is what people do say. And that's so sad. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's like I remember I I've told this story before. It's a horrible story. It happened down in South. Well, then County. why are you gonna tell well, it? Some crazy dude. Okay. Beat, beat his dog to death in the in his front yard of his house with a hammer. Just like, just, you know, beat the dog to death, okay? So, uh-huh. once again, for like weeks, people were picketing in front of the guy's house because he didn't get a tough enough sentence. They wanted to throw him in jail for the rest of his life because he killed his dog with a hammer, okay? How many times do you read these sad stories of mainly guys beating up their their un, you know their 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 newborn or their their you know their infant children you know throwing them around beating them around killing them and nobody says anything some guy whacks his dog to death with a hammer and we got to pick at his house every day for like 6 months some guy kills his dog I mean kills his his daughter or son you know and nobody cares i mean what's happened to society what's happened to society when we value an animal over a human being and especially a baby that can't protect himself you know what i'm saying but what am i i don't know i'm the just the guy dumb guy in the radio do you right? feel better that seems like that came from somewhere deep it see look i just like me i'm a sports fan not a sports fanatic i'm a pet appreciator not a pet lover you know i mean i've had pets in my life I'm a single guy right now, live by myself. The worst thing I could do is to have a pet because it would be miserable because I'm never home. You know what I mean? That's and, true, Brad. And it's and it would be terrible for me to have any kind of a pet. Plus, not only that, I can barely take care of myself. So I gotta take care of a dog <laughs> or a cat or anything like that, right? You feel the same way. <laughs> right. I mean, if I can't take care of myself, I surely see, but yet it's to the point where like like once again. Right there on page, that big fancy schmancy place, Missouri Humane Society right there. Big old building, you know, people walking dogs, people taking dogs in. You know, you know, I don't get it. I mean, you know, I mean, for example, I don't go there. I'll get myself Don't bust on my puppies. Well, but you take care of your puppies. But I don't, I don't, if I asked you before, why do you have puppies? And you said, because, you know, when you come home, they are glad to see you, right? That's the only reason you have puppies, yeah. right? Yes. And they're fun and they're funny. But guess, and... guess what? Nowadays, you can program a little robot to do that. Oh, Shelly, you're home. A robot. <laughs> no, thank you so much. We're so glad you're here. I am your oh, robot. This is different. <laughs> Even though my big dog wants to bite my face, he still loves his still loves his mom. I'm a robot. I have a prosthetic tongue. Let me come lick you. And thank you for the nudicles. <laughs> it's 747. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. One thing I didn't mention in the last story we talked about. Where did I get that? Hold on a minute. Let me find that. You there, Shelly? I am. Okay, the the lady who's suing Lady Gaga, there's two important things I didn't say. There's two paragraphs in the story. Despite her involvement, McBride's attorney argue, argued in Friday's filing that because Gaga offered a $500,000 reward to whoever returned her dogs on a, quote, no-questions-asked basis, she defrauded McBride by making a promise without intent to perform. The lawsuit also, hold on a minute. Lawsuit also reportedly claims that as a result of not receiving the reward money, McBride, once again, one of the people who who put together the plot to steal 
Lady Gaga's dogs. McBride has sustained compensatory damages, pain and suffering, mental anguish, and loss of enjoyment of life. Wow. <sighs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? That sounds it? like retirement. <laughs> okay. Now, hold on a minute. I play something here. I'm going to get myself in trouble. I hope, Mike, I hope this is okay to play. Hold on a minute. What are you going to play? <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. I got to hurry. Caprica starts in five minutes. <laughs> oh, Oh, Jesus. Oh, never mind. I can't play this anymore. Mike, I can't play it. Oh, Jesus. What is that? I can't play it. <laughs> I didn't even hear half of it. What was it? It's South Park. It has to do with oh, my God. me talking about. Is that like oh, his fave? Um, we, having to have a wheelbarrow. You have to watch. Here. Hold on, let me... <laughs> He's probably already texted me. <laughs> let me see if I can send this to you. Hold on a minute. Uh, hold on a minute. I can't. I can't get it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'll try. Mike, send it to Shelly. Okay, <laughs> send it to Shelly. I can't forward it for some reason. Oh, that's funny. It won't allow me to forward. Okay, seven fifty-four. It is a Tuesday morning. Okay, something you were unclear of yesterday. The O'Fallon. Who me? Yes, the O'Fallon Chamber. Today. What's the scoop? You mean, are they ha- they're having a general membership meeting? I know. And the question you had when I talked to you yesterday evening was, you couldn't remember whether you signed us up or not. Oh, no, I signed us up. But you told me last night you couldn't remember. Now you remember? Well, I couldn't remember, but I signed us up. So we're good to go. We're good to go. Where is it? <laughs> I have to find that. God, you're right on top of these I things. just automatically put it in my calendar because <sighs> I know it's something I want to go to. <sighs> but you keep your calendar in your mind. I do. I know. You don't you don't put stuff on your calendar calendar. I do and I don't. It depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. You know Oh, that's only stuff that pertains to me. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, the things I'm trying to forget about, you know, I yes. have to put in my calendar. So anything that has Shelly's name on it is like in my calendar because like, otherwise uh, it would be erased from my brain. Delete, 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 right. delete. It would be del- erased from my brain because I didn't want to do that. Okay, one yeah. last thing to talk All about right. this morning. Uh, where is it? Um, no. Oh, <laughs> there's all these new rules for Major League Baseball and this season. And one of the new rules is the bases are bigger. Do you care? No. The first, second, and third base have gotten bigger, and they're softer. Well, that's for when they sit there and they they jump and then they they slide it, when their face doesn't slide in the. So you know they don't want to. No, if they slide face first, they don't want to mess up their face. Yes. Okay. The bases are bigger, and one of the controversies is. They think that they're bigger like by four inches, and they think that's going to create more stolen bases because essentially if the bases are bigger, that means the bases are closer together, if that makes any sense, okay? By like, okay, remember the bases are, are what, 90 feet apart, 
pitcher's mound is 60 feet from from what 60 feet six inches whatever from the plate and the bases are 90 feet apart so in other words they were 90 feet apart now they're 89 feet and eight inches apart and that's going to change the records as far as stolen bases are concerned i'm telling you baseball is is just trying to stay relevant you know when nobody cares anymore nobody cares about the cardinals nobody cares nobody goes to the games anymore nobody cares Matter of fact, the only reason that people go to the games is for the bling. Well, no, no. There's a new, there's a new, a new betting thing. You can't do it in Illinois, but you bet on the fact that that if I go to a Cardinals game, you can bet on the fact if you get your car broken into or not. So you know, if you see, it's one of those things where if you bet, it's like really, oh, it's, it's like over and under. You know, I bet I'll bet a hundred dollars when I go to see the Cardinals game that my car gets broken into. And if you do go down the Cardinals game and you do get your car broken into, you win a hundred bucks. But if you don't get from your from who? From the betting companies, from you know draft duels, whatever oh, they call them, got it. draft kings got it. or or dueling draft dudes or whatever the hell the you know I'm. <laughs> Dueling traffic. <laughs> well, see, duh, duh, duh. remember when? Remember when? You know the story. There is a guy who approached me in the radio business who wanted me to take one of our stations and turn it into what is it? Vison, Vison, the sports yeah, betting information yeah. network. And I told him, I said, I have, I have zero interest in that. Well, you don't have to have any interest in it. I go. It would be like me saying, I'm going to play Christian music, and I don't know any Christian music, or me saying, hey, I'm going to play country, and I hate country. I can't do that. I mean, I've got I've got to live with the radio station 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's got to be something that I at least know a little bit about or enjoy. I, see, to this day, if you say over and under, I've actually had male friends of mine that I've said, okay, I'm going to ask you a weird question. And they go, oh, yo, what is it? I go, explain to me over and under. <laughs> you don't know what that means? No, I have no idea. If I would, if I knew what I what it was, I wouldn't ask you. You don't understand what over under, or you bet the split, or you you bet the. I have no idea what you're talking about. You might as well I be talking either. talking Russian. I have no idea. I mean, I could care less about sports betting. I think it's another way for the man. In other words, the man like the Cardinals to make money off of us. They're already charging us. You know, $46 for a hot dog and twenty think $23 for the napkin. You know what I mean? I mean, to the point where... <laughs> yeah, they are kind of pricey. <laughs> it's like, I'm tired of it. You know, Ballpark Village has killed downtown St. Louis. Let's be honest. That's what had really happened. Ballpark Village killed downtown St. Louis because it ran all the other businesses out of... All the restaurants out of business. Nobody could compete. You know, now they're doing concerts. Now they're, now they're doing car sales down there. You know, you can go to Ballpark Village and buy a car now. Did you know that? I did not know that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, you can buy a Mata down there as well, too. No. Okay, it's 7.59. Say goodbye, Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Have a great day, everybody. Peace and I fly. 7.59. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.